Do you ever feel like you're always on? What do you do when you need a moment to chill? How do you like to hit the reset button to get ready for what's next? These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nothing but nonstop hustle all the time. With working from home and trying to stay in touch with friends and family, a million pressing social issues, and an expectation to always be on 24-7. Sometimes you just need a moment to turn off and hit reset. That's when you reach for Coors Light. It's made to chill. My moment to chill is watching baseball, especially when the White Sox are on. I like to have a Coors Light beside me. It's a great beer to have watching the games as it's cool and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. And even the mountains on my cans turn blue telling me that it's time to hit reset. Sit back, relax, and hunker down for an evening of White Sox baseball. So when it's time for you to unwind, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light and the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Must be 21 years or older to enjoy. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. And as always, celebrate responsibly. When you rely on the internet for everything, you need speed that can handle anything. Xfinity delivers Wi-Fi speed faster than a gig. Go online, call 1-800-XFINITY, or visit a store today. Restrictions apply. Gig Wi-Fi requires gig speed and compatible X-Fi gateway. Actual speeds vary, not guaranteed. morning White Sox fans. This is your Sox Machine's White Sox wake-up call for May 24th, 2018. I'm Josh Nelson. Where to even begin? Last night was a fun game for a Chicago White Sox fan, uh, but boy, during the middle of the game, bombshell news as starting catcher for the Chicago White Sox, Wellington Castillo later today, it will be announced that he'll be suspended for 80 games for PED usage. It'll be his first suspension of his career. According to Hector Gomez of Z Deportes, who originally broke the news, Castillo will be suspended for steroid use, and Ken Rosenthal, the athletic, confirmed the news. This comes at a really bad time for the Chicago White Sox, losing Castillo for 80 games. It's never a good time to lose a player for 80 games. But if you look at the 40-man roster, the Chicago White Sox were only carrying three catchers with Wellington Castillo, Omar Naveas, and Kevin Smith. Well, Kevin Smith is now on the disabled list for the Charlotte Knights with an ankle injury. So it's going to be a mystery on who Rick Hahn decides to replace Castillo on the 40-man roster. And it does probably mean with the 40-man roster pretty much full to begin with, that he will have to DFA someone off the current 40-man to open up a spot for Castillo's replacement. Will he go free agency? There are some that suggest that Giovanni Soto could be a possibility as he's currently unsigned and he signed the last two years with the White Sox. There seems to be that mutual connection between the two uh, to possibly be a return. Or will the White Sox call up a catcher? Well, you're looking at Alfredo Gonzalez, who is not hitting at all down in Charlotte. Uh, you have the Casey Schroeder, who's been in the organization for a few years now. And then there's Zach Collins. And Zach Collins has been hitting much better in Birmingham. But it does circle back to the conversation of if Rick Hahn is not willing to call up Michael Kopech because of service time and Super 2 issues. And the same thing goes for Eloy Jimenez. It'd probably be safe to assume that Zach Collins wouldn't be an option if the White Sox are trying to avoid 
service time and super two. If those things did not exist or if the White Sox did not care, then yes, Zach Collins could be a possibility. But time will tell on how the White Sox will approach as far as replacing Castillo on the roster. The 80-game suspension means that Wellington Castillo will not be rejoining the Chicago White Sox until sometime in August. And if miraculously, if the White Sox make the postseason, then right, let's just not even play that out. Uh, yeah, so that's where the White Sox are as far as catching. Now, if you listen to Monday's show, I asked Jim Margulis after Nicky Domonico went on the disabled list because he got hit by a pitch and he'll be out four to six weeks. And the news about Avasil Garcia being out until late June now because of his hamstring issues. What will happen if the White Sox suffer another injury to an outfielder? Well, sure enough, yesterday, Louis Garcia, after stealing second base, also stole third base in the fifth inning. And in that attempt, his leg got stuck in the infield, twisted his left knee when planting on the base. We'll know more later today from the Chicago White Sox, but it does not look good. And Louis Garcia could possibly be heading to the 10-day disable list, which means that the White Sox will need to find another outfielder with Delmonico, Avi Garcia, and Louis Garcia possibly all going to be on the disabled list at the same time that leaves the current outfielders for the Chicago White Sox at Trace Thompson, Adam Engel, and Daniel Polka. So yes, Rick Khan will be having a very busy morning as he tries to find someone to help not only at the catcher position, but also call up another outfielder. There, it may be a little bit easier because Charlie Tilson is on the 40-man roster. He has been hitting better in the month of May with the Charlotte Knights. So for those that have been stomping for Charlie Tilson to join the Chicago White Sox, you may be in luck. All right, so that's the news surrounding the team on the injury front. The actual game, the White Sox won 11-1, to and the highlights from this one, Yohan Mikata had an absolute bomb of a home run to straightaway center field. A three-run shot, his seventh home run of 2018. That gave the White Sox a 3-1 to lead that they never looked back from. Adam Engel talked about him being one of the <laughs> remaining outfielders on the roster. Engel had a career day yesterday. He was 4-4 four for four with three runs scored, two runs batted in. He also had a monster home run his first of the year. It was not a cheapie. It went 402 feet with an exit velocity of 105 miles per hour. And now with his terrific night, Adam Engel is hitting 212 for the season. So 4-4 four for four night, perfect night has helped Engel's batting average get over the Mendoza line. And last night's starter, Dylan Covey, looked nothing like the Dylan Covey we have seen before. His fastball, which had a lot of movement and a lot of life to it, was going 95 miles per hour, and he kept the Orioles at bay all night. He lasted seven innings, which is a career high, only allowing six hits, one earned run, striking out eight, and walking just one batter. So... If you have hope that Carson Falmer can possibly find his way down in Charlotte and still be a useful pitcher for the Chicago White Sox, then last night's performance by Dylan Covey should give you inspiration. And for first in their career last night, Jose Rondon hit his first career home run in the seventh inning going oppo taco. He also swiped a bag, scored twice, and also walked. Rondon's been performing well since being called up by the White Sox and Lurie Garcia Possibly going to the disabled list, we may see more of Rondon in the upcoming weeks. Oh, and uh, Jose Abreu is Jose Abreu, which means he's awesome. Jose Abreu hit another double last night, and he was 2-for-5 with an RBI. Abreu now has 16 doubles on the season and is currently on pace to hit 56 doubles in 2018. 
And with the win, the White Sox clinched a winning homestand in these eight games against the Texas Rangers and the Baltimore Orioles. For today's game, it is a 1.10 p.m. Central Time start that you could watch on WGN and also listen to the game on 720 WGN AM. It'll be Dylan Bundy for the Baltimore Orioles against Lucas Giolito of the White Sox. And Giolito, after allowing 20 earned runs in his first four starts, he's only allowed 14 runs in his past five. He did have a quality start against the Texas Rangers where he did last six innings, allowing just three runs. And he had three strikeouts to two walks. He still has more walks and strikeouts on the season. But he's going to be going up against Dylan Bundy, who's been giving up home runs in bunches. If you remember, Dylan Bundy had the horrible start back on May 8th against the Kansas City Royals, where he didn't even retire a batter. And it's been kind of a weird stretch of games for Dylan Bundy. He gave up three home runs in his last start to the Boston Red Sox. Before then, he pitched seven shutout innings. So it's either going to be a terrific day for the Chicago White Sox against Dylan Bundy, or Dylan Bundy's going to bounce back and he's going to shut down the Chicago White Sox offense. If you're looking for a pick to click, go with Jose Abreu. He is six for nine, six for nine against Dylan Bundy in his career with a double and a home run. And all nine at-bats, the ball has been put in play as Abreu has not walked or struck out against Dylan Bundy. Down on the farm, Michael Kopech made another start for the Charlotte Knights last night. And it wasn't quite as good as his previous outing against the Columbus Clippers last week. Last night, Kopech pitched five innings, allowing four hits, three runs, two of them earned. Walkie four with eight strikeouts and two wild pitches. Out of the 100 pitches Michael Kopech threw, 57 of them were for strikes. And from our friends down in Charlotte with a scouting eye, Kopech had problem with his fastball command last night as Norfolk Tide beat the Charlotte Knights 6-3. Talked about Charlie Tilson earlier. He went 3-5 for five with a strikeout. Michael Saunders made his Charlotte debut going 1-4 for four with a double. Birmingham's slide continues as they are not getting help on the starting pitching front right now as Spencer Adams, Jordan Guerrero, Ian Clarkin, and Matt Tamashaw are really struggling to put together good starts for the Barons. Jackson beats Birmingham 9-5. Offensively, Ele Jimenez went 1-for-3 with two walks. Zach Collins was 1-for-3 with two walks. Daddy Mandek went 1-for-5 with two strikeouts. Winston-Salem Dash beat the Booze Creek Astros in the first of the doubleheader, first of the games of the doubleheader. Luis Wasabe and Taekwon Forbes both won 0-for-3. But Gavin Sheets was the story here. He homered for the second straight day. So after having no home runs prior to yesterday and the day before, Gavin Sheets now has two. He also tripled and singled as he was perfect at the plate, 3-for-3. Mike Rodolfo singled and walked. But in the second game, Booz Creek Astros crushed the wins in Salem Dash. 10-4. Gavin Sheets was 0-for-2 with two walks. Joel Booker did have a home run as well as Luis Basabe, who is 3-for-4 with a home run. And the Canapolis Intimidators just keep on winning. They beat Greensboro 3-2. Luis Gonzalez went 2-for-5 with a stolen base. Evan Skaug was 1-for-3 with a double and a strikeout. And we talked about this on Monday's podcast with Trevor Wilt, the voice of the Canapolis Intimidators. They just get great starting pitching. John Park, 6-2-thirds innings, 5 hits, 2 earned runs, 1 walk, 8 strikeouts. And Tyler Johnson in relief, 2 and a third innings, no hits, no walks, 3 strikeouts. Scores around Major League Baseball for yesterday. The Milwaukee Brewers just keep on winning. 
And the Arizona Diamondbacks keep on losing. The Diamondbacks have now lost 13 of their last 14 games as the Brewers beat the Diamondbacks 9-2. Arizona is now 25-24 and on the year, while Milwaukee is a National League best 31-19. and The Detroit Tigers save off from being swept up in Minneapolis as they beat the Minnesota Twins. Four to one. The Tigers are twenty-one and twenty-eight on the year. As Minnesota's twenty-one and twenty-four. The Kansas City Royals put up three runs in the tenth inning against the St. Louis Cardinals as the Royals win five to two. Kansas City sixteen and thirty-three on the year, while St. Louis is twenty-six and twenty-one. The Houston Astros sweep the San Francisco Giants as Justin Verlander wins his sixth game of the year. The Astros. Four Giants won. The Astros are 32 and 18, while the San Francisco Giants are now 24 and 26. The San Diego Padres beat the Washington Nationals 3 to 1. Tyson Ross gets his fourth win of the year, and a popular name this upcoming July in trade talks would be closer Brad Hand. Brad Hand has 15 saves on the year. The Philadelphia Phillies beat the Atlanta Braves to keep that division within a half game, four to nothing. Jake Arrieta. Pitched six and two thirds of scoreless innings. He is now four and two with a 2.45 ERA. The New York Yankees had a big lead against the Texas Rangers, up 10 to five, going to the bottom of the fifth inning. But the Rangers stormed back and upset the Yankees 12 to 10, thanks to a four run sixth inning and also tacking on another run in the eighth inning. Home runs galore. Didi Gregorius, Neil Walker had a home run. Glaber Torres has eight home runs on the year. Aaron Judge has his hit his 13th home run. Well, Nomar Mazzara also hit his 11th home run in this game. The Rangers are 20 and 31 on the year, while the Yankees dropped to 31 and 15. The Angels against the Blue Jays. They were down 3-1 going into the ninth inning, but the Angels put up a four spot in the top of the ninth, beat the Blue Jays 5-4. The Angels are now 27 and 22 on the year, while Toronto's slide continues. They are now 23 and 26. The Boston Red Sox are now 34 and 15, thanks to a three-run ninth inning, beating Tampa Bay 4 to 1. Craig Kimbrell now has 15 saves on the year, and also the Miami Marlins. It's all about runs in the ninth inning. They were down one nothing going into the ninth, and they put up two to beat the Mets 2 to 1. The Marlins are now 19 and 30 while the Mets dropped to 24 and 21. The Pittsburgh Pirates are now 27 and 21 after beating the Cincinnati Reds in 12 innings 5 to 4. Francisco Cervelli hit his 7th home run of the year, but he also left the game. He is day to day due to injury. And the Cleveland Indians had a no-hitter through 6th innings and beat the Chicago Cubs 1 to nothing. The Cubs could just manage 3 hits. So so far in this series, the Cleveland Indians have outscored the Chicago Cubs 11 to 1 after 2 games. The Indians are 24 and 23 on the year, while the Cubs are 25 and 21. That will do it for your today's Sox Machine White Sox Wake Up Call. You can listen to the podcast through iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, and audioboom.com slash Sox Machine. If you'd like to support the show and SoxMachine.com, you can sign up to become a friend of the podcast by going to patreon.com slash Sox Machine. Thanks for listening to today's White Sox Wake Up Call. For SoxMachine.com, I'm Josh Nelson. When you rely on the internet for everything, you need speed that can handle anything. And now Xfinity delivers Wi-Fi speed faster than a gig. 
Check out our amazing offers on internet and learn about the latest breakthrough from Xfinity. Wi-Fi speed faster than a gig. That's more than enough speed to power all your devices and then some. Go online, call 1-800-XFINITY or visit a store today to learn more. Restrictions apply. Gig Wi-Fi requires gig speed and compatible X5 gateway. Actual speeds vary and not guaranteed.